Hey there, how's it going? I'm George and welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. Well, I gotta tell you, recently my wife, Brenda, had an opportunity to house-sit for an acquaintance and so she wasn't comfortable spending the nights there alone so I got my arm twisted to you know, spend the nights with her and I was okay with that but what was kind of cool was we got access to television. Now I have to kind of back this up a little. We have a television but we don't have television programming fed to it. Okay, we have a large collection of DVD movies. Now at one point we did have uh, what I guess would be commonly referred to as satellite TV. Uh, had a mini dish on the roof and had programming fed into our house and I would say we probably had I don't know in the neighborhood of a hundred and some channels at the time. Now that was fine we didn't mind that it was okay and you know we got to a point where you know TV is just kinda in the background after a while and then there was a situation where we had a pretty nasty electrical storm and for some reason it fried the converter unit that we had that was picking up the signal from the satellite dish and feeding it to the TV. It was okay. We didn't seem to miss it after a while. I left it alone. We never touched it for, I would say, a week or so, and then more time went by. And before we knew it, we just really didn't miss TV. got to a point where we determined that, you know, we really don't need this. And so we ended up uh, yanking the unit out. Uh, I think the mini-dish is still on the house, but uh, it's just sitting there uh, acting as a weather vane more than anything else. And we haven't had uh, regular TV programming in our house for... I know I'm going to be wrong when I say this. I'm going to probably underestimate, but I'm going to say maybe almost 10 years. Anyway, as it turns out, uh, when we go on a vacation somewhere, we kind of enjoy sitting in front of the TV before uh, calling it a night, so we'll watch a little bit of TV. And we don't do this very often, so, you know, there's been quite a gap since uh, we've spent really any time in front of a television watching anything with any regularity. So uh, when Brenda got uh, asked to do this house-sitting for an acquaintance, uh, we knew that there was a satellite TV there, and it was like, okay, well, you know, maybe we'll be able to watch some TV that we haven't seen for a while. And so that's exactly what happened. And as part of the TV viewing that we enjoyed was a lot of TV advertising. And, you know, I don't mind TV advertising because marketing is what I do. And I look at TV advertising as a tool, you know, to uh, reach people. But... I'll tell you, the last few times I've been in front of the TV uh, with Brenda watching it, uh, I have discovered some very interesting things about TV advertising. And that's kind of where I ended up going with this particular podcast. A comment that Brenda said to me just the other night really kind of got me thinking about this. She had indicated, and I'm going to paraphrase, paraphrase, but she had indicated that when we used to have TV in our house, the uh, com- commercials at the time, the advertising at the time made a lot of sense and was really smart and all you know, just your standard TV stuff. Now, it's completely different. It's morphed into something really strange. And so she said that there was kind of a gap 
In fact, the word she used was a gap. There's been a gap from what we're used to to what's out there now. And I thought, you know, that's actually a pretty good way of looking at this. And so that's why I decided to do a a podcast on uh, a topic that I've called What's Happened to TV Advertising? So let's get right to my top five list. Uh, Number five, the commercials are too loud. And I'm sure you know exactly what I mean. I know that, you know, part of this is probably to reach people who use commercials as a reason to leave the room and, you know, go to the kitchen to get something to eat or go to the bathroom or whatever. But it seems like every time there's a commercial break, boom, the volume is that much louder. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, as much as I know about marketing, louder doesn't necessarily make the message all that better. In fact, sometimes louder makes me want to just ignore the message that I'm trying to not notice, right? So to me, uh, I was very surprised how much louder the TV commercials have become. And it's not because I'm suddenly older either. It's, uh, you know, I'm used to being able to, you know, watch the TV and, you know, change the volume and whatever. But I was quite surprised how much louder uh, they appear to be now. Number four on my list of what's happened to TV advertising is the message is unclear. (laughs) I mean, this is something very basic, in marketing is to have a very clear and concise message and I know this is not always the case but I'll tell you when I see an ad that at the end uh, there's a disclaimer that says things like side effects may include things like vision problems and memory loss I gotta say to myself what are you trying to sell us and should we be buying these things? It's amazing. I was very, very surprised. And it's not just the medical things, but, you know, and Brenda did point out, she said, boy, sure a lot of advertising for, for drugs on TV now. And she's right. We noticed a lot of that kind of uh, advertising on there as well. But other ads that we saw for products that, I don't know what they were trying to sell us. I really don't. I'm still scratching my head. There was a couple I saw, and it's like, Okay, I may recognize the brand name, but what exactly in there are you selling me? Because I don't get it. Like, what What was, what, what is it? What's it do? Why do I want it? You know, I mean, those kind of questions that you should be able to answer with your average commercial. Uh, number three on my list of what's happened to TV advertising is the ads are stupid. Not all of them, but boy, I'll tell you, some of them are stupid. I saw one the other night, and if I got it under, if I have, you know, shaking my head about this, if if I got the message right, okay, it's about a pet food that makes your pet poop, and I'm thinking, okay, and I mean, there was a jingle built around this about having a happy pet because it poops, and I'm looking at Brenda, Brenda's looking at me, and I mean, don't get me wrong, we're not dumb. And like I say, I have like 40-some years of marketing experience in my background. I know what works, I know what doesn't work, and I'm watching this, and it's like, what on earth is this about? I want to buy pet food because I want my pet to poop? It poops anyway. Like, It just didn't make sense to me. And like I said, you know, it was a big celebration of the fact that this food makes your dog poop. And the the jingle was all about dogs that poop. And it was like, (laughs) 
could this be any stupider? It was just painful. And I got to see that ad repeatedly. It was like, oh no, help me. It didn't make any sense to me. And that wasn't the only ad that was stupid, okay? Uh, and yeah, I know they have to be strange, but stupid is, what's the point? And and I'm also thinking too, okay, here's here's the example I used to Brenda when we were watching one of these stupid ads. I said, you know what's really amazing about this particular ad, Brenda, is that the ad agency would have worked with the marketing departments, would have come up with this ad, the ad agency and or the marketing department would have taken it to the board of directors of the company that it's being advertised for, would have played it for them, and the board of directors would have sat there and said, yeah, that represents our company. Let's put that on the air. And let's put it on as many channels as we can and as much as we can afford because we want people to know that our food makes their pets poop. (laughs) Just beyond me. Number two on my list of what's happened to TV advertising is the commercial breaks are too long. You know, I notice this with radio too, and I get it. I understand the reasoning behind that is, you know, you don't you don't want to break the programming up so much that it seems like every two minutes there's another commercial. I understand that because that gets quite annoying. But, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm on, I don't know, commercial five or six or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, what was I watching again? And where were we? I don't know, I guess maybe because we have DVDs, we don't see commercials, we've been really kind of spoiled. Because I found that to be really quite annoying that the commercial breaks seem to be so long. I'm sure there's, they're not any longer than they used to be, but it just seemed like they were very long. And number one on my list of uh, things as to what happened to TV advertising is the ads are too outrageous. Now, I'm going to quantify this, okay, because... I've been writing about marketing a lot lately, and I've explained in numerous ways that, you know, in order to get your product recognized or noticed, it needs to stand out. And I understand that. I totally get that. Uh, There's a fellow I've been writing for here lately who uh, does a lot of web uh, development and digital marketing. And a lot of the things I've been writing about for him are the same kind of theme is that, you know, you need a website that stands out. You need a marketing plan that makes your product stand out from not just your competitors, but from everybody else that's out there. You want to be number one, right? You want to be the product, the the thing that people talk about more than any of the other things they talk about, right? And in order to do that, you need to be a little bit outside the lines. You need to think outside the box. You need to be a little stranger and a little more unique than anything else that's already out there. And I totally understand that. But there's a point where outrageousness really makes it a little bizarre. Uh, again, there were some ads that we watched here recently in fact, I don't know if outrageous is really the right word. It was, like again, dumbfounded as to what we were watching. You know, now, I will say, uh, there were some pretty cute ads, okay? Uh, there was one ad I remember vividly. 
that was related to a candy product that I thought was extremely cute and funny. And it was outside the box. I wouldn't say it was outrageous, but definitely it made me think about the product. And it's a product I eat anyway, so it's not like I'm going to suddenly start eating these things. But, you know, it was... I just kind of liked the way it came across. It wasn't... It wasn't mainstream. It was it was different, but it was done in a way that got my attention, but it wasn't, you know, crazy stupid by any means. But then there was others, like I said, that just, you know, I'm shaking my head and I'm thinking, so what was the message here again? And why am I buying this? Why do you want me to buy this? And I know maybe some of it's target marketing and maybe I'm outside the demographic they were shooting for. But we were watching TV programs on channels that you know, are designed for our age demographic. So they must be targeting our age demographic with some of these ads. And uh, it just, like I said, I I shook my head. I mean, I, I get the medical stuff, okay? I understand why there's so many of these different pills being advertised on TV. I understand that. But like I said, you know, I mean, there's just uh, some stuff on there that it just... Uh, I get the idea. You want to stand out, but... I don't know, here you are, uh, you know, left an impact on me because I'm not really talking all that positively about the experience. And I think that kind of goes against good marketing, at least it does in, you know, the part of marketing that I understand and I, you know, the principles that I try to subscribe to. It just didn't make sense to me to to be so loud, uh, to have such an unclear, muddled, muddied message with with stupid you know phrasing and elements and then you know jammed in between a way too long commercial break <laughs> and that pretty much sums it up anyway that's my view uh and uh you know hopefully uh, you get a little more out of your tv advertising than i do and i'll tell you right now i i can guarantee you brenda and i are not upset about not having tv programming in our house and that we get to just watch dvds and pick what we watch pause them when we want and there's no commercials that we have to deal with uh, except you know the odd preview at the beginning of the odd tape right or the odd dvd other than that there's very little that we uh, see in the way of advertising now you know it's funny you see a lot of advertising online though and um I don't recall seeing any of the ones that uh, we saw on TV online, so maybe uh, they haven't gotten to that point yet, but you never know. Anyway, that'll do it for this particular episode of Ninja on the Loose. I hope you enjoyed it, and, uh, you know, why don't you check me out online? Uh, let me give you a couple of websites to look for. Uh, you can find my personal website at www.looseinc.ninja. And uh, I've written a number of ebooks, and uh, I'm going to send you to one uh, particular website uh, which uh, deals with midlife career changes, and it is www.midlifecareerchanges.com. And until next time, have a great day.